Are you tired of conflict, drama, fighting, and people problems? Are you ready to learn the simple skills to improve all your relationships and make them thrive? Well, it's easier than you think. Relationship Radio brings you practical advice to be your best and improve your life. We break down the complicated problems and make them simple and easy. And when you know better, you can do better. Here are Master Life Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. Welcome to Relationship Radio on Voice America, where we make healthy relationships simple and easy so you can know better and do better. I'm Nicole Cunningham. And I'm Kim Giles. Welcome to the show today. Now, today's show, Kim, we're talking processing emotions in a healthy way. Now, everybody knows how hard it is when we get stuck to move forward. So this is going to be a great show for everybody, regardless of where they are in their life. We all get upset, don't we? Life happens and we experience emotion. We get angry. We get sad. And it's painful. It is. We it's get, painful. We really get stuck. Can't we? Yeah. And so today we're going to give you the secrets to actually moving forward in a healthy way. There's been a lot of discussion around this. I know in therapist circles, coaching circles that, you know, it takes time. It takes skills. What do you think? What does it take to really process the motions in a healthy way and move forward? So um, a couple of myths up front. I think a lot of us, we've heard they shouldn't suppress emotions. That's unhealthy for us. If we hold them in and, and we let them just fester. fester, right? And then, then they end up as illnesses and we yeah. end up with all these problems. So we know we're not supposed to suppress them. And so I think a lot of people think then the answer is express them. So I need to talk about them all the time. I need to get it out. But I've kind of found that... A lot of the time, the more we express them and express them, we make them bigger and we actually delve in and live in them even deeper and it spreads the negativity around everybody around us. And and so I'm not sure that that's the right answer either. And after a, a lot of processing this, this idea, you and I have decided that we don't want to do either one. We want to talk about it, but we want to do it in a productive way. And that's what we call processing the emotion. So we're not suppressing it or making it bigger. I want to talk about repression for a moment. Now, repression is when we subconsciously shut ourselves down and subconsciously throw things underneath the carpet, right? So many of us think that we're moving forward and we think we're processing, but there's actually a subconscious part of us that doesn't want to go there right? Which is almost like a self-sabotage because we get stuck. So there's a few big words we've already thrown out in the show today. We don't want to get stuck on the on the, the vocabulary of it all, but what we do want to do is give you the how-to, something you can really effectively do. And that is about progress and not perfection, Kim. Ooh, okay. That's really huge. And, and that could be a motto for every day for everybody progress, not perfection. That's what we're going for, right? And and we want to become more emotionally intelligent, which means we, we have some maturity and we know how to deal with those emotions and work through them and understand what they're about and look for what we could be repressing, mm. right? Mm. Make sure we're not suppressing and, and actually know how to do that. And the, the really sad part is that unless you grew up in a home with parents who were really emotionally intelligent, knew this stuff and knew also how to teach it to you, where were you going to learn it? 
Yeah. They don't teach it in school. That's such a critical thing is that we can't do better until we know better. And this is why this show and this topic is so important because if we can give you a new understanding and a new framework, you can do the work yourself. Because so many times our clients come to us and say, well, I didn't grow up in a home like that and I didn't have that experience. Absolutely. That's okay. But now as we're an adult, we can draw a line in the sand, Kim, and we can actually say, I'm now responsible for my own processing. I'm now responsible for my own growth. So there's going to be a lot of great stuff that we're going to teach in this um, episode today that you can actually create change for yourself. So all we really need is to know how to do it. And we've actually got a couple different processes that we're going to talk about today because we really want to give our listeners usable, actionable skills and tools. We want this to not be fluff on Relationship Radio. We want you to get what you need to actually start handling life different and better. So we're going to start out today with a little process And I have to tell you that the day that this came to me was actually a day that I got very stuck in the emotion of anger. And I have to tell you the story. It's actually kind of funny. I I was driving somewhere right here in our neighborhood near where we live, and I had a little bit of a rolling stop at a stop sign. Now, in my book, I thought I stopped briefly, but I thought I stopped (laughs) for a second there. Um, but as soon as I went past the stop sign, the flashing lights were behind me and this cop pulled me over and, and this particular cop was a female and she was so rude. She was so mean about it. And she came to the window and asked for my stuff and, and I tried to kind of talk to her about it and she was just rude. And I sat there in the car fuming. I was so angry that I was having this experience that I was going to have to pay this fine, that this cop was mean to me. And I was angry, literally seething with anger. And even after the whole thing was over, I couldn't let go of it. Like the whole rest of the day, I was mad. I I have to tell you, every time I've ever had a run with the police, that's been my experience. Not that they were nasty, but I haven't been able to let it go. Either I'm so angry or I feel so stupid or I should know better, right? Yeah, we're either beating ourselves up or we're really mad them that they shouldn't have pulled us over, right? So I finally realized I've got got to process through this emotion and what it's about. So I'm going to actually use that as we kind of explain the steps of the process that, and and if you've got a pen or paper handy, you might want to take some notes today because this is some really good stuff. So our first step is whenever you notice that you're experiencing a huge emotion, we just want you to sit with it a while. I really believe that we're here in the classroom of life to learn everything about the human experience. And that is going to mean each of us gets to experience grief and anger and all, every, all the whole range of human emotions. Would you agree? Completely. And when you, you sit in something... That actually means you sit and process. It doesn't mean you call everybody in your friends list. That's a really critical piece because some people think that sitting in emotion is actually getting into the drama of it and calling anybody who'll answer (laughs) to process it out loud and I'm going to take you down with me. Right, That which, would be the expressing, not the process. That's right. So we're talking here that you need to truly sit with it yourself. Yeah, sit with it yourself. And one of the things I, I like to do is feel it. And and where is it even showing up in my body? What what sensations are going on as I experience that emotion? What is it doing to me physically? Is my heart racing? Am I getting sweaty and hot? Am I, you know, am I getting um, tears in my eyes? 
just just experience what this whole emotion feels like exactly and sit with it for a little while. We don't want to move past it too fast because that's suppression and repression, right? If we're trying to, to say, I don't like this, let's move forward. So we've got to sit in it first. Then what do we do? Okay, next step is we want you to ask, what am I feeling this for? Basically, could it be serving me in some way? Could this experience be here to teach me something, to to, to benefit me in some way? And and that, that's a really deep question. You may have to spend a while and kind of explore that a little bit and what it could possibly be here to teach you. And um, I have to tell you, I have an, an African-American daughter, as you know, and um we, we watch closely the things happening in the country on the news with all the racial conflict and stuff that's going on. And there's been a lot of anger in the African-American community towards the police. And I think as a, a white person who lives in a bubble of white privilege that half the time we don't even, even realize, realize, right? right? Um, I don't think I've had a lot of empathy for their side of what their experience is like. And as soon as I asked myself the question, what could this experience be here for? That's what came to me. Mm. It came to me that imagine you're this angry because you got pulled over once. Yes, can you imagine? How you'd feel if it happened all the time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I got it. And, it, and what a beautiful experience to get to feel it and, and really gain compassion for other human beings. So in order to really be open to a different perspective, we have to flick that switch from victim. This happened to me and it's not fair and that all of that injustice, because that keeps us in that entitled place where we actually can't be open to something else a blessing, a hidden blessing, a silver lining in this experience. So we have to consciously shift out of that victim place. So we really like the the idea of just changing one word from why did this happen to me to why did this happen for me? Because that one word changes everything in our perspective and we start to see our journey more accurately as a classroom, which is really what it is. So, So that's kind of the first part. And then um, we also want to look behind it and see what fear is in play with the emotion. We really believe at 12 Shapes that fear is the biggest driver of human behavior. And, and there's always a fear in play behind that experience. And I could recognize that it was a fear of loss thing for me. I was really on a tight budget. I didn't have a lot of money. And this experience was going to take money that I needed for other things. And so it was definitely triggering fear of loss for me. And and for me, it would have been embarrassment. So I would have felt like a failure. So for me, it would have been fear of failure. I'm so embarrassed that I know the rules because I like to think I'm a rule keeper, right? Yeah. <laughs> As an arrow. Uh, but ultimately that would have brought up for me that fear of failure instead of fear of loss. So that's a really critical thing. Work out what is it that's been triggered that's having, that's brought up all this emotion for me. Okay, so once you recognize the fear, then you get to make a choice. Because really, the magic of the 12 shape system is that there's only two states that we can function in. We either function in fear and negative emotion, or we get into a place of trust and love. And we've already done shows where we've taught exactly how to get into trust and get rid of your fear of failure and your fear of loss. And if anybody missed those shows, you got to go back. 
And the, the episodes are Human Behavior 101 and Human Behavior 102 to look for. Okay, so those are the ones that teach you how to get out of those fears. And, and that's got to be the first thing you have to own responsibility to do is I've got to switch the state because though this anger has been here to teach me something, I don't want to live here. This isn't going to benefit my family and my relationships and my life if I stay here. Oh, and it's not pleasant in the moment for you either. Yeah. No, I think some people actually kind of get a little bit of a hit off being angry. Um, it, it, it's an adrenaline rush. It's an adrenaline rush, right? So I, I, we have to watch for that because there can be that little benefit of staying mad. All the drama attached to it. There's yeah, a lot of drama. Lot of and, yeah, and a lot of attention seeking that comes from anger as well. Okay, so we got to watch for that. We got to make a decision that this isn't where we want to live. We want to choose another emotion. Now, there's a lot of great positive emotions that people could choose happiness, gratitude, reflection, right? This could be a real aha moment. You could allow it to be a really great teaching moment. It could. I really, you you hit the one on the head. My favorite is gratitude. I think it's the easiest one to choose in any moment. You can step back from whatever you're experiencing and, and start counting your blessings and the things that are right in your life. And it pulls you out of the negative pretty fast. So gratitude for this experience, gratitude for anything else you could reach for in that moment, right? So it's not just the experience. It's anything that's going to shift you out of that negative vibration mm -hmm. and that negative emotion. Um, love is also just the fastest way to, to pull you out. If, if you don't count your blessings, maybe you want to sit back and think of somebody in your world that you could go show up for and, and do some service or go hug and play with your kids or get your focus off the fear and the negative energy and into a love energy and you can switch yourself out pretty quick. So really, this this comes down to choice then, doesn't it, Kim? Because we literally have the power to choose in every moment how much we're going to suffer. And reaching for those positive emotions, reaching into somebody else's life to show up for them, it takes them us out of that very self-serving place and we make a more powerful choice. Now, in those days that, that you're talking about where you're processing stuff, sometimes it can only last for two minutes and then you have to re-choose it again and re-choose it again. Yeah, Nicole, I've actually been experiencing some of that. I've been going through some hard things in my life. And and I have to tell you, the sitting in it, um, I, there are times when I feel like I need to have a pity party and really sit in it and, and let myself process and feel that. And and if you give yourself permission to go there and, and do that, after a while you realize you don't want to live here. It is. I like to set a timer. Really? And, you know, it's like I'm going to give my five, myself five minutes to sit in this victim emotion, to feel hard done by and taken from and mistreated. And then after that five minutes, I'm going to make a different choice. Right? I love that. Matter of fact, I, I always like during the day when I'm at work and I don't have time to have this emotion mess me up right now. So I like to imagine there's a closet in my house and I just put the emotion in the closet. So in a way that feels like suppressing, but it's only temporary. I'm going to put it all in there, put it all in there. And then at the end of the day, I'm going to set a timer, pull it out. 
and sit with it, it and go through this process. Yeah. So already in the show, uh, we, we have to take a broken minute, but already we've presented to you a, a real formula of such to actually work through things. So as you're listening to this, perhaps think about something that you're stuck in in your life or a person that you know is stuck in emotion that's not really serving them. And maybe you could share this with them. This is a real step-by-step guide for you to actually move from one state into the other and using that, that power of choice that we all have. So stay with with us you're here with nicole and kim on voice america we've got more coming for you with relationship radio up next find out what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. why does my marriage have to be so hard How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call Now CFO at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. 
Welcome back to Relationship Radio. You're here with Nicole and Kim. And today we're talking about processing emotions in a healthy way. This stuff is gold, Kim. We're giving so many practical ways to do this. And I know that there's so many of our listeners who feel stuck in in an area of their life and they haven't known what to do with it. So this is why we put this show together. We receive emails every week saying, hey, I need help with this and this happened in my life. So this is something that you're going to want to listen to over and over. And particularly on those days where you're struggling to choose a good emotion to feel. Absolutely. Matter of fact, we know there's not a single person on the planet that couldn't use some upskill in this area, right? Even you and I. And and I have to say, I think a lot of people, because we're on the radio and we talk about this stuff every day, they, they tend to assume that we've got it all down and we're just perfect at it. And, and I always feel like it's really important for people to know that we're in the trenches with you with this stuff. Life is complicated and messy. It is. Struggle. And, and we're both arrows in the 12-shape relationship system um, that we've developed. Uh, you can learn more about that at 12shapes.com. That's the number 12shapes.com. And when you know your shape, there's some shapes, Kim, that do suppression better than others. And sadly, arrows are really good at it. We're really good at going, I don't have time for this right now. I just need to work and I need to be productive. And the more that I just kind of push forward, and before we know it, we've actually got this whole big, you know, chain full of baggage behind us. And then we wonder why we're so tired and why we're irritable. Yeah, and it plays out in health issues, I think, for you and I. It I'm, does. I'm like a pro at suppressing. I have made a career, a life out of being able to at, pretend like I'm fine. And so I want emotion going on. I want to talk about that because we we talk about that with our clients all the time. What masks are they actually living through? Right. And and the suppression mask is often one that people are wearing, not just consciously, like arrows and squares who are just like, right, big girl panties on and the mask goes on and we're just going to move forward. But there's, there's genuinely some shapes. I'm thinking about ovals. I'm thinking about circles. I'm thinking about hearts. Um, I'm thinking about diamonds who really don't know how to feel and move through things. They feel things so deeply, Kim, that perhaps the depth of what they experience can actually throw them into a lot of chaos as to actually ever moving out of it. And I've heard a lot of our clients who are those shapes and they got on the the website and they took the relationship survey and they came in and said, right, I now understand why this big thing that happened to me and all of my siblings, I'm the one who's still stuck in it. And that has been gold for us to be able to share with our clients and say, that does not mean you're broken. Yes, you all went through that traumatic experience. I'm thinking of um, a, a recent client who actually lost her home in a bushfire in Australia. And and it happened to all of them. It was the family farm. But then because of her shape, she found herself years later in a situation where she was still bogged down in that emotion. So this is why this show is so important. So if you haven't taken the 12 step, um, the 12 shape relationship survey, you definitely want to jump onto 12shapes.com and, and do that. And so, you know, the those shapes that do tend to feel things really deeply, that really hold on to stuff. I, I think they're the ones that we hear a lot from saying, I can't help it. I can't help that I feel this way. I'm trying to get out of it and, and I can't help it. And I think it's hard for them when they hear us say that it's a choice, that trust is a choice and you can be in fear and negativity or you can choose your way out. 
oh, that that's hard to take personal responsibility for that. And I have to tell you that it, it was only from learning about Viktor Frankl that I really got this. Now, uh, those of you who've been listening to our show for a while know that we love Viktor Frankl. For those of you who are not familiar, he's a very well uh, written about, well-respected uh, survivor of Auschwitz back in World War II and, and, and Nazi Germany. And he wrote Man's Search for Meaning, one of the best and most influential books in our time. Now, for him, it was really about making decisions. He was in this terrible set of circumstances in a concentration camp. He'd lost all but one of his family members. And he was sitting amongst it as a psychotherapist thinking, like, seriously, what gives? <laughs> Why has this happened? How do I find myself in this situation? And what is it that I meant to do? Because people are dropping like flies around me. The emotions, can you imagine the, the, the despair that was around him? And one of the things that he teaches us, and for me, he has credibility with suffering, right? So I, I really respect him and I, I'm willing to learn from him because of that. He made a decision that you know, of all of the human sufferings, the one that couldn't be taken away from him, the one that they that he had most power in was actually his attitude. And you know the quote really well. Yeah, I don't know if I can say it word word for word, but it's something along the lines of the last of the human freedoms is is our power to choose our attitude in any given set of circumstances. And I have to admit, um, I would have given him a pass in a concentration camp, being tortured and starved, to have a pity party and to be in a negative attitude, right? I mean, I've been through rough stuff, but it will never come anywhere close to the suffering that he had to experience. So when he tells us that you can choose, yeah, he's got some credibility in that area. If he can do it, I think we can do it. So the choice really is about how we choose to feel. Because based on what we feel, that's really the timeline of how much suffering we're going to live in. So yes, terrible things happen every single day. I mean, we've had so many things, even just this year, on environmental disasters. And you know, here in America, there's been so many shootings. There's just so many things that are happening globally. It's enough that, that if we choose, we wouldn't get out of bed in the morning, right? That, that the world is a scary place. But instead, we have to make a decision to rise. We have to choose in every single moment to not allow those things to cause suffering for us. So Viktor Frankl in the concentration camp um, often found himself choosing love as the way out, looking for ways to comfort and show up for the people around him to get his focus off his own suffering and and get back into a, a place of trust and love. And so all of us have that ability. It's just whether we choose to do it. Right. Okay. Because sometimes there can be a lot of investment, Kim, in staying stuck. And that's hard to admit that there's some kind of payoff. But ultimately, the people that we see and, and we've worked with for 15 years, we've been doing this, Kim, that the ones who get stuck have even a subconscious payoff they're not even aware of. So we love to ask anybody who's a little stuck in emotion to sit back and, and just check yourself. What do you get when you express and talk about your troubles and your self-pity and your emotions? What, what do you get from it? And I think most of them can identify that there's some attention in it and that there's sympathy. And sympathy is a really interesting form of love. 
And I think when we're we're really starved for some love and validation, sympathy feels like it fills that bucket. Yes, because even negative attention is better than no attention. No attention. Right? Yeah. And and self-pity, you know, people feeling sorry for you, it, it kind of feels like they love you. There's just, there's this little cost that comes with it in respect. I completely, yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Now, we put together a worksheet for all of our clients to actually help them out of this. It's called the Emotional Autopsy Worksheet. You can go to our website, 12shapes.com. You can download it and use it. But we really need to talk through this for our listeners to actually show them the process. Because if you are in a place where there's a payoff or if you feel you've been stuck in something too long and you're not even aware the payoff is there, you're going to want to go through this. This is a really powerful exercise. So um, when you go to 12shapes.com, there's a worksheets uh, button on the website that'll take you in. There's actually a few really good ones that help with this. There's a to be or not to be upset worksheet that is gold. Everybody should go get both of these. So yeah, do you want to start kind of stepping through? A lot of these are similar to the ones we talked about in the last segment, but I think it's worth talking about them again. Yeah, for sure. So it's about starting with what is the situation that I'm experiencing. So that's what are the circumstances, understanding and processing what has happened. And then saying, what is it that I feel? Okay. And then once I understand and can find a primary feeling, so that's a primary emotion. It might be anger. It might be grief. It might be mistrust. It might be betrayal. It might be fear. It might be disappointment. There's so many things it could be. Once I find what we call a primary emotion, then I can actually ask myself, why am I feeling that? Why am I feeling so mistreated? Why am I feeling offended? Why am I feeling frustrated? And this is a good chance on this one to ask ourselves what benefit we might be getting, what feeling that is giving us, what that payoff, that hidden payoff might be. Yeah. So in that in that way, I want to say, well, I'm upset, but is upset the only choice that I have. And that's the interesting thing, especially in our to be or not to be upset worksheet. Upset is always a choice. And most of the time we don't see it as a choice. We feel like someone else made us upset. So as we're saying this, a little bit of a segue, because I watched this hilarious video on Facebook this morning of, because it's starting to snow here. And it was this poor woman at a train station and the train was pushing up, uh, you know, coming into the station. And there was this huge amount of snow, like two meters high. Like in front of the train? In front of the train. So you can imagine what's happening, right? So the train comes in and then everyone just literally gets sprayed with snow, but like completely covered to the point where they were always pushed over. <laughs> now that's that's going to be a really interesting moment to choose upset as a choice, wow. <laughs> right? Like totally, where do you go from there? Right, we we had a, a story from a client last week about how he fell into a a um oh the golf the, the pond the, the golf pond at the golf choice course yeah, actually and, okay I have to tell you that that one because this poor guy had had a terrible week at work and he just had it his stress level was over the top so he decided to take care of himself and go play nine holes of golf treat himself to this relaxing afternoon. And he gets to this hole and overshoots the green and the ball rolls down and down and and just plops in a pond. But right on the edge, he said, I can see it. The ball's right there. All I've got to do is reach down and get it. And right at the moment that he reached down, 
the entire bank of this entire pond caved in and he and about five feet of dirt all fell into the pond head first. He said, literally, he was covered in mud from head to toe. <laughs> and he had to just sit there and go, like, he looked at the sky and went, really? <laughs> Worst you do, because at that point, you're fully clothed, shoes, socks, mobile phone, keys, oh, wallet. I mean, you are done, just like the snow episode. So stuff happens to us. <laughs> and so I have to tell you what I love about his story is he crawled and clawed his way out of the mud across. I mean, it was just a joke covered from head to toe. And he said, now what should I do? I could go home or I could finish playing the game of golf. And he finished the game. He made that choice. He just decided I'm still going to have fun and I'm finishing this game. I just would have loved to have been the guy at the ninth hole watching him walk to the car going, really? What happened what? to <laughs> Poor bugger. Right? So this, this is stuff happens okay and we have a choice to be upset or not now i have to tell you that would upset me for a little while okay <laughs> but when you are challenging yourself going i could be like he was i could be upset or i could just get on with it it's not going to ruin my day i mean that's emotional resilience that's probably the best example i've ever seen and and i will tell you the best hint or tip i could give you to help you do that is choose in that moment, whatever it is, no matter how bad it is, choose to believe that it is showing up in your journey for a reason. And that reason is to serve you on some level. Well, there's a pretty a big achievement to choose to just roll with it. So that's a pretty amazing growth opportunity. Oh. Isn't it? So, so that's a great way for life to be serving you because you're going to become so much more emotionally resilient. So on our, our worksheet, it asks questions like, what could this situation be here to teach me? What could this be here to show me about myself? Because sometimes uh, the universe wants to show you that you have issues with being upset and you need some practice on choosing. And so this is showing you some of those areas where you've got some work to do. And then the next one is, how could I turn this situation into a human achievement and literally become a better person for it? What are my options to make that happen in this moment? That's gold. It is because we always have a choice. That's the point of this is that we get to choose how we show up. And I have to tell you that the attitude that we choose to claim in that moment affects the people around us as well. So so what I choose also determines other people's experience of me and how I show up for them. Now, this is really critical as a parent. You know, you can't afford to come in and be grumbling about your day and then be in a position where you're just spitting that poison all over your well, kids. And actually, the more emotionally out of control you are as a parent, the less your children respect you. They literally lose respect for you when they see you acting out and being overly upset. What, what we need to be modeling for them is the skills that are in these tools. Absolutely. So if this is something you know you need to work on, you're going to want to get these worksheets. You're going to want to work out what shape you actually are and how it is that you're actually going to change this experience in the future. Okay, really quick before we go to break, um, I just want to take a minute and thank our show sponsor, Now CFO. If you have a business, large or small, doesn't matter, and and you need extra accounting help, don't hire another employee full-time. You got to go to Now CFO and let them send in one of their amazing accounting professionals and we can vouch for how good they are because they came in and completely fixed our books after I was the accountant, which was bad news. Um, but they're fantastic and you only pay for what you need. 
It's such an amazing service. We highly recommend them, and we have to give a big shout-out thanking them for sponsoring Relationship Radio. Yes, so you can find out more about them at nowcfo.com. Now, stay with us because after the break, we've got 15 15 different ways to move forward in your life. You're not going to want to miss this. You're with Kim and Nicole on Relationship Radio. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12, shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department, which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call Now CFO at one 855 669 2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, Blackberry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, Blackberry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back to Relationship Radio here on Voice America. You're here with Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. And we are talking about processing emotions today and learning how to choose our way out of a negative emotion into a more positive emotion. This has been a great show. We've given so many really usable skills and tools today to help people. But I'm excited about this next segment. Yeah, so we have 15 different ways to move your life forward. 
And why 15? Because sometimes you need all 15. <laughs> okay. Well, and especially if, move if, forward out of negativity yeah. into a more positive outlook. Because let's be honest, Kim, some of us can find ourselves stuck in cycles. Right? Have you ever felt like that? You're just like, goodness me, I can't snap out of this. It's like I've, I'm repeating the same class over oh, and over. Oh, have you seen that that movie Groundhog Day? Yeah. Like I sometimes feel like that's my emotional life. Right? <laughs> Is that I'm really, <laughs> Nicole, yeah. I'm still here. I'm seriously still learning this lesson. And we can either choose to feel frustrated and to have all kinds of dialogue with God and the universe going, seriously, I think I've been on the bench long enough. Let me go. Or we can apply these 15 techniques to actually change our mood, change our mindset and actually move forward. All right. Well, I'm going to hit the first one. The first one is to let go of the past and your expectations about the future, both. And um, I have to tell you, certain shapes have a harder time letting go of the past. And certain shapes have a lot of issues with too many expectations about what the future would look like. And both of those draw us into so much negativity. Uh, Do you want to talk a little bit about some of the ones that get stuck in the past and why they've got to let it go? Yeah, so... The poor shapes, I say poor because it's hard. They find themselves getting stuck in judgment. They find themselves getting stuck in ridicule. They live in the past. A little melancholy is uh, the rectangles, the squares, the octagons, and the rhombus. Okay, and and often it's just the, the old hurts and the old issues that have gone on before, and I can't get past them, and so I keep bringing them up. And, and we have a choice put it in the past and let it stay there and start focusing on the present. And and the cool thing, the present is the only time you have the power to choose. So that's where we got to focus because that's where we have power. Now, those of us who like to live more in the future, <laughs> so there are diamonds and our arrows, uh, the, the uh, circles and our hearts, we're often the ones that are moving forward going, I just want things to change and be better already. And so we often hear from our clients that are those shapes, I'll be happy when, or I just need to do this and. Or I just need this to turn out this way and then I'll be happy. But if it doesn't look this way, oh, I'm going to be bent out of shape. And anytime we're getting attached too much to what our expectation, we're setting ourselves up for misery and negative emotion. Now, the second way to move forward is make a decision to participate and to plan social events, be involved in life, even when you don't feel like it. Now, this is hard for some, okay? It's really hard for diamonds. It's hard for a bit, um, for ovals. It's hard for hearts. And it's because when they feel more stuck, right? And when they're stuck, they often like to be alone. Now, I have to tell you that suffering loves company, <laughs> Okay, and sometimes that's just the company of indulgence, such as Netflix and ice cream and a blanket, right? Yeah, and I have to admit, as an arrow, that's what I do. I hide out at home and I dwell in it, and that's not necessarily helpful. It's much better to get out and distract myself and be social and focus on other people. That's right. So making the choice to participate in everyday life, even when you don't feel like it. Now, sometimes it takes putting on some red lipstick and some, you know, fancy shoes and going out there and looking a million bucks to, to feel the part. Do what you have to do, okay? But get your butt 
into life again, okay? Stop the self-indulgence at home. Okay, and this leads us into number three, which was engage in service to get the focus off of you. I had a client recently who told me when they're feeling down, they go up and offer to help out at the Husband Cancer Institute and go visit some people that are struggling with cancer and suddenly your problems Oh, that, that perspective's just amazing, isn't it? Right. Get out and do some service for sure. Um, you want to... So the next one is really about making a decision to be with people who lift you up. Okay. So if you've got a few friends that are going through hard things as well, don't all just be together and stir the pot and make misery soup. Okay. Go and find people who are optimistic and who are excited about life and try to show up and be with them. Allow that positivity to be infectious. Don't get all green and jealous with envy about your life is not, you know, should be like theirs, but instead just hang out in the aura of other people's happiness. It does make a difference. And if you've got people who make you laugh, go there first. Right? Laughter is the best medicine when we're misery guts. Yeah, that's why I had you and uh, Terry and Stacy come over when I was really down and a bunch of girls in a fun card game and we laughed our heads off. That did me a world of good. It is. So it's really incredible. Good. You can create your own little therapeutic, you know, <laughs> nail parties and, and just come together, be with people who lift you up. Okay, next, um, focus on gratitude, which we talked about already, but I still believe it's the fastest way out of negativity. And, and I love the idea of a gratitude journal where we focus every day on some small things. Because really, if we started listing out all our blessings, even on our worst day, we have it better than 90% of the people on the planet. We're so blessed. That's so true. And so you've got to be really mindful of this. So get yourself a gratitude journal. There's plenty of digital apps out there. Even get a buddy and say, I'm going to list for you five things and text you every morning the five things I'm grateful for, and you're going to do the same thing back. Find someone who's going to hold you accountable. The next thing is take care of yourself. Now, I have to tell you, I have never been as fit in my life and looked as good as I look as when my life is falling apart. Okay, I'm so good at going to CrossFit when times are tough, right? And it's often that conscious effort of, you know what, I'm going to get up at five o'clock in the morning, six days a week, and I'm going to put myself first. It's a conscious choice because I don't want to get out. It's the middle of winter, but I need to consciously make decisions to say, this is serving me. This is healthy for me. And I'm allowed to do things for myself. Yeah. And what you need may be different from what Nicole needs. You might not be a CrossFit torture person, but there's lots of ways we can take care of ourselves. Like you like massages, like massages and bubble baths. Yeah. You do like things that. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So make conscious effort to look after yourself because if you don't look after you, then other people won't look after you. Okay. Our next one was not to overbook yourself. And I think the, the biggest issue is when you're struggling with some really hard emotions like grief, mourning, some of that stuff, your your energy and your brain, so much of you is actually tied up every day in the processing and dealing with the emotion that you can't take on the world during that time. So go easy on yourself. Give yourself permission to step back and have a really reasonable load on yourself. Realism. Realism. Realistic expectations of yourself as well as others. Yeah. Um, our next one was to plan something that you would look forward to. And, and I really benefit from planning a trip. Figure out somewhere that I want to go 
start saving money, have something out in the future that you're working towards and looking forward to, and it really helps pull you out. Yeah, so make a plan to have something that you're working towards. The next one is don't distract yourself or just stuff the emotions down. Okay, and what we mean by that is consciously with the tools that you've heard in today's uh, episode, consciously move through things. Don't actually throw it underneath the carpet and say, look, it's, it's something there for another day. Do the work because the suffering sticks if you don't do it. Okay, um, next we recommend don't use alcohol as the answer to dealing with emotions. And It's and never the answer. I know, it's it's an easy place to go to numb when the feelings are painful, though, yeah. Right? So you know, chocolate cake, M and M's, like totally endorsing those ones, right? <laughs> Go for it, okay? It, all within limits, of course. But alcohol is not good. Now, I want to talk about why, because the next day you wake up feeling worse, and I'm not talking hangovers because your liver's had a hit. I'm talking that alcohol is actually a depressive. Okay, so it might give you this immediate uh, blanket mask of, of forgetting things and, and, you know, dulling the pain short term, but you will wake up feeling worse emotionally the next day. So it's, it's really critical that we don't do that. Not the right way to go. Um, I also want to throw in here that if you start to have suicidal thoughts or feelings, and let me tell you, I believe all of us at some point in our life go through a time that's hard enough that we're not sure we want to be here. It happens to everybody. It's just despair. It It is. But if you get in that place, reach out to somebody, talk to somebody. We care. You've got friends and family who care. Um, I love the Suicide Lifeline. I keep that number with me all the time, so you never know when somebody's going to need it. 1-800-273-8255. I I think it's just such a blessing that we've got that, that anytime you get that down, you have someone you can call. Yeah, it's really interesting that there's such a shame piece around mental illness, depression, feeling sad, being stuck somewhere. But I think that there's a lot more awareness than what there was 10 years ago. I mean, Kim, you and I have been working with people in this space for 15 years. I would say even just in the last two to three years, there's so much more awareness. There's people who want to be in your life are consciously trying to show up for you because there's been the stigmas coming away which is really positive. It's good for society. It's good for those of us who do get stuck in sadness or despair. There are more people out there that care and that are willing to lend an ear than what you actually realize. Absolutely. So talk, talk to somebody when you're down. Um, We also are big believers in seeking out some professional help. And if you've tried that in the past and it hasn't helped you, you might want to go a different route. I think everybody's got to find the right kind of mental health professional that is is the right fit and personality and technique and stuff for you. But if you are really struggling here, someone who has some professional training that can show you the way out can help you get there so much faster than you could go on your own. It's so true because you've got to learn new skills to have new behavior right? And have and to create that adaptation. And again, be realistic. You might not find that the first, first time that you reach out for help. 
okay? And it's just like telling a friend, you might not tell the right friend, there might be a betrayal. It doesn't mean that you don't then share with anyone, okay? Go through the process of finding the person who's the right fit. So it might take you to visit a few people or a few different styles and a bit of time to find the one that's right for you, but that's actually realistic. There's so many people who have come to us who have said, oh, look, I don't believe in coaching. And then they sit with us for one session and they thrive. So it's there, there's a lot to be said about that relationship and, and that person being the right one. Okay. One of the last ones I want to cover, and I know we talk about this on a lot of our shows, but it's one of the core principles of the 12 Shapes relationship system, is that a lot of our unhappiness is actually coming from our greatest, deepest, darkest fear, the fear that we're not good enough. And we know everybody on the planet's battling that fear to some degree every single day. I am, you are, everybody we know is. And there is a simple solution to start to lessen the impact of that fear in your life. And we talked about it in great detail in our Human Behavior 101 class, but I still think we should throw it in here that if you decide that from now on you are going to see all human beings as having the same exact intrinsic worth and nobody can earn more value and be better than anyone else. And you, no matter how many mistakes you make, you can't lose value and be less than anyone else. We all have the same value. The more that you will focus on that being part of your your thought process and your language every day, it makes a huge difference in, in our ability to move forward and not feel horrible about ourselves when we struggle. Yeah, so as you're listening to this, you know, I'm sure our listeners are going, yes, that's for me, but that's also for every other person in my life, right? So we hope that today we've delivered something that's been really valuable for you, but you can actually pass this on to somebody who needs it. Now, there's so many ways that that we can access information and sharing these things. You never know, you might be giving somebody exactly the message that they need today. So we hope that you're going to share this show and that you're going to continue to listen to it. We hope it's been valuable for you because we need to remember that we all have the same value. That's really the fundamental message of Relationship Radio, Kim. It really is. And, and you know, we all have a different shape. So we're different from each other, but equal in value. And I, uh, I got to do a guest appearance on someone else's radio show this morning and we were talking about this that we always kind of think we should be more like this person or more like that person why couldn't i look like that star why couldn't i be as smart as that square and the the reality is that all of us have strengths and weaknesses but we have the same value and it is your job to decide how you're going to determine the worth of all human beings, including yourself. So if you feel terrible about yourself and you feel less than other people, you've got to own responsibility for that. You do. So you need to go and take the 12 um, shape survey because it's going to show you all the things that you are brilliant at. It's going to show you all of your strengths, all of the things that come naturally to you that other people actually wish they had. And that appreciation of that uniqueness and that there is no right or wrong, there's just different and different is to be celebrated. If that is a message that can go into every single home, into every single relationship, there's then space and compassion for people to be different. And while you're on the 12shapes.com website, make sure you go to the worksheets page and download the emotional autopsy worksheet and the to be or not to be upset worksheet. Plus, there's a whole bunch of others and we're constantly adding more resources there because we want you to have the tools and skills to really do better and feel better in your life. 
Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, We're back again next week here on Relationship Radio. Have a good one. You've been with Nicole and Kim. Thank you for being a part of Relationship Radio. We hope you've not only received some great ideas to improve the relationships in your life, but we'll join Master Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles again next Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a wonderful week.